0: morning and welcome to Noah's Window. If you were watching yesterday, you know that I'm actually taping a couple of episodes for Mary Alice while she gets checked out with a spine issue. And so I want to share with you what was on her mind. It was her idea at the beginning of this week to talk about things that we know for sure. And uh, she wanted to be here to tape this. Hopefully she'll be here later this week to tape. But um, one of the things that she wrote down in the middle of the previous night. I, I'm taping these on Tuesday morning. Uh, she wrote down the importance of knowing that we're forgiven. You know, that's a great thing to know. Whenever we know that we've done something wrong, a person of, of, of good, good heart will want to know that he or she is forgiven And the Bible tells us that all of us have sinned against God, and we know that. And I think one of the things that causes us to be concerned about whether or not we're forgiven is we understand just how bad sin is. That's something that I talked about last week at New Spring. And so I've I've talked to so many people through the years who may be coming close to death or maybe facing something that was difficult. They would say, Mark, how can I know for sure that I'm really forgiven? You know, they know what the Bible has to say. They know about the fact that our God is a forgiving God. But because we're so sensitive to the seriousness of our sin, we can wonder if we can really know for sure that we are forgiven. Well, there are so many places in the Bible that I could go to because the Bible is the story of how that God had a redemptive plan to forgive sinners. But for me, my personal favorite comes from the book of First John. I was in the book of First John chapter five yesterday, but today I wanna to read to you from 1 John chapter one. And I want to pick up in verse 8. The Bible says, if we claim to be without sin, and that's, <clears throat> well, forgive me for breaking a sentence. You know, I used to read this when I was a young preacher, you know, in my late teens, or early 20s. And I would think, who would claim to be without sin? But, you know, living in postmodern 21st century America, I really do think there are a whole lot of people who claim to be without sin. Because there are a lot of things the Bible says are sin that people today think there's nothing wrong with. So let's go there for just a moment. The Bible says, if we claim to be without sin, we deceive ourselves and the truth is not in us. In fact, I'm going to hop down to verse 10 now because I'm really coming back to verse 9. But verse 10 says, if we claim we have not sinned, we make him out to be a liar and his word is not in us. So when a person says that something isn't a sin that God says is a sin, then what that person is doing is claiming that God is a liar which I don't think I would want to do that. But let's go to verse 9, because this is the verse that we're concerned about because we know we are sinners. We're not claiming to be without sin, and we're sure not claiming that we haven't sinned. But verse 9 says, If we confess our sins, he is faithful and just and will forgive us our sins and purify us from all unrighteousness. (laughs) Well, we could talk about that verse for a long time because there's just so many powerful truths. First of all, let's take the word confess, because there's a condition here to being forgiven. The Bible says if we confess our sins, he's faithful and just to forgive us. Uh, The word for confess in the Greek is actually two Greek words that are joined together. The word homo, H-O-M-O, which means the same, and lego, L-E-G-O, which means to speak. So basically what that verse is saying in regard to confession of sins, it's not that I got to go confess these sins to someone, confession just simply means to say the same thing. So if I confess my sin, I say the same thing about my sin that God says about my sin. So if God says I've sinned and I say, no, it's just a mistake, I'm not saying the same thing. If I say, well, I guess I did something wrong, but it's someone else's fault, I'm not saying the same thing that God says. You know, if I find some sort of euphemism or sanitized way to communicate what I've done, then I'm not saying the same thing God says. So if I commit the sin of anger or judging or any sin, I need to come to God and say the same thing to God that he says about my sin. And that's that's important to God. He wants us to be honest about what it is that we've done wrong and to take responsibility. So if we say the same thing about our sin that God says about our sin, The Bible says two things. He is faithful and he is just to forgive us. The word faithful there means he can be trusted. And just is a really interesting word because it means when he forgives us, he doesn't just sweep sin under the rug. He satisfies justice. Jesus died on the cross. His blood paid for our sins. So if we confess our sins, he is faithful. In other words, he will do what he promised to do. And he is just, which means if we're forgiven, we're totally forgiven. He's faithful and just to forgive us. And then the next word is, the next verb, is to cleanse us from all sin. I wish I could fully understand what that means. Because it means not only does he forgive me, which means I'm released from the legal liability in heaven for what I've done wrong. But I'm also purified and actually innocent in God's sight. Isn't it great to know that When we confess our sins and we ask God for forgiveness, not only are we forgiven, but he cleans us up. You know, I really think this is one of the most beautiful things that can happen before we worship. If there's something, you know, I think about this a lot, Uh, you know, on Saturday or Sunday, whenever you deal with corporate worship, it's always good for us to, before we go into worship, to think about, Lord, is there anything in my life that needs to be dealt with? Is Is there any sin in my life that I'm allowing to be unresolved? The reason why I say I do that before worship is I want to worship with clean hands. I want to worship knowing that I have a purified heart because I've brought those things to God and I know that I'm forgiven. And because of that, I can worship forgiven, free, innocent, and clean in God's sight. Well, it's just wonderful to know that we're forgiven. We don't have to worry about it, wonder about it, try to think about how we can undo those things, you know, because we all have things in our lives that we're ashamed of and We could wish that we could go back in time and undo them. We can, of course, but it's so wonderful to know that in God's sight that we are forgiven and we no longer are going to have to face God for what we have done wrong because those things have been placed, as the old timers used to say, under the blood of Christ. Let's pray. Father, thank you for your forgiveness. Oh God, how can we ever say thank you appropriately? But Lord, I pray that you'll help us to Look at our lives and see if anything isn't right. How foolish it would be to live with unconfessed sin when forgiveness and purity is so available to us through the blood of Christ. We pray these things in the name of Jesus. Amen. Well, thanks for being with us on Noah's window. I hope Mary Alice will be back very soon. But in the meantime, please breathe up a prayer for her and we're praying for you. We'll see you soon on Noah's window.